Hello podcast, I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and 5 and today we're talking turkey. Christmas is coming up in a few short days and I feel like a lot of you out there are probably making turkey. Um, now I could tell you all these different things that you should do to your turkey, um, but honestly I don't do most of them. For instance, I could tell you to brine your turkey and yeah, you'll get a much better turkey, but you're not going to do it. And I'm not going to do it. And most people aren't going to do it. It takes a lot of room. Um, you know, you have to put a lot of thought into it before you actually do it. No one's going to do that. So let's talk about what you can actually do. A few simple things that you can do to make your turkey better before you pop it in the oven. So first of all, you want to dry the skin as much as possible. It's really, really important. So dry it with paper towel, dry it with a cloth, whatever you have to do, dry it as much as possible. Season it with a shitload of salt and pepper, like a lot of salt and pepper. Rub it with butter, coat it in uh, summer savory, which I think is actually an herb that's like kind of indigenous to here, but uh, sage, oregano, whatever you want, coat it with herbs, like make it really nice. Uh, my mama always cooked it with strips of bacon or sausages with it, which I always liked. Um, you can put some butter under the skin. You can grind up some bacon and put that under the skin. You just lift it up from the back. Carefully work your thumb underneath, making sure not to cut through the skin. Uh, you can just put butter under there. Uh, the key really is you want to cook it for about 20 minutes per pound um, at... 350 or so leave it covered for the first three quarters of cooking then uncover it you can even crank the heat for that last little bit to get really crispy skin uh, if you look online all the government sites are going to tell you to cook it to at least 165 that's crazy because if you cook your turkey to 165 take it out of the oven and let it rest by the time it rests it's going to be like 178 180 which is way too high so in reality you want to cook your turkey to about 155 150 even depending on how long you're going to let it rest and it's going to carry over that last 10 degrees if you want to be really safe cook it to 160 and then let it carry over and you're still going to hit 170 175 so when i say rest what you're going to do is after you take it out of the oven and i really re recommend that you use a thermometer if you don't have one you can get them fairly cheaply so I would really recommend you use a thermometer for this. You take it out at 160, you just leave it in the in the roasting pan, you put a cover on it, you wrap it in tin foil, and you let it rest for like an hour. Like you really want to let this thing rest for a long time. You can get other shit done while it's resting. And what that's going to do is it's going to calm all the molecules down in it, in it, right? So when you heat something, the molecules go crazy. That's what heat is. So when you stop that process, you give the molecules time to relax. And what that does is prevents the turkey from juicing out when you cut into it. Any meat. That's how any meat works. That's why you rest any meat. So you let it rest and then you cut into it. And all that juice that's been going crazy because the molecules are all bouncing around like mad, all that juice stays in the meat and you get a much juicier turkey. Uh, a couple other things you can do. You can start it breast down. So cook it for like the first half breast down and then flip it, depending on how big your turkey is though might be really hard to flip. So, and I would only do that if you have like a small to medium sized turkey. If you have a 40 pound turkey, you're not gonna wanna flip it. 
Um, yeah, just lots of salt and pepper, really important. Basting it, if it's covered, basting it doesn't really matter uh, because you're gonna get a convection going inside um, and that's kind of gonna baste itself. So, I mean, that's a couple of things that you can do to make your turkey better. Use a lot of salt and pepper, use a lot of herbs, use fat like butter, you put sausage or bacon, cook it 20 minutes per pound, and take it out of the oven at anywhere between 155 and 160 and let it rest for at least an hour. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food and Five. You can check me out on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, and YouTube at Chef Ben Kelly, or you can check me out on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. As always, you can give me some claps, you can like this podcast, you can share it, you can tell your friends about it. Whatever you do, just cook. I'm Chef Ben. I'll talk to you later. Hello, podcast. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five. Let's talk about Christmas. So Christmas is right around the corner. It is currently the 21st, and I'm sure a lot of you are getting ready to cook a big turkey dinner or a big ham dinner. Uh, and there's some things that I think you should think about while you're planning. Um, some tips that we use in professional kitchens to make things run a lot smoother. So first of all, organization is your friend. It is so important to be organized. A cluttered kitchen can mess everything up way quicker than you could possibly believe. He was saying in a kitchen that a clean kitchen is a clean mind. The more organized and clean you are, the more organized and clean you'll be. Clutter clutters your mind. Have things ready. Anything that you can do in advance the day before, do. Peel your carrots, dice them up. Make your cranberry sauce the day before. Have your desserts ready to go. If you're doing a casserole of some sort, have that ready to go so you can just throw it in the oven. Have your stuffing ready. The less you can do on the day, the better. And even if you have, let's say you need onions for something, have them already diced in the fridge. They'll sit, it'll be fine. Have your potatoes already peeled and in water in the fridge. These little things that you can do the day before will really save you a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of stress on the day of. Um, timing. It's really, really important that you think about timing when you're planning. How long is your turkey going to go in the oven? About 20 minutes per pound. Okay. How long is it going to rest? About an hour. What can you do while it's resting? What can you do ahead? How long will potatoes sit once they're mashed with a lid on them? About half hour before they start to get cold. Green vegetables aren't going to sit for very long before they start to get cold or they start to turn beige. Carrots, a little longer. Anything that goes in the oven, like a casserole, like I don't know if you're making a sweet potato casserole or you're stuffing or whatever it is, it'll hold its heat for a half hour with tin foil wrapped around it once it's out of the oven. Things like that. So there's some things that you should do at the last minute, like green vegetables, but there's some things that can be done a little bit ahead of time so it's not just this mad rush at the end. Um, so when you're planning, when you're thinking about what you're going to do, really think about the timing, really think about how it's all going to come together. Um, you really have to roll with the punches. Uh, it's so important that you don't get caught in the plan itself. Like, yes, it's important to have a plan, but plan for the plan to fail, because it's going to. Things are always going to happen. Things are going to go wrong. There's going to be kids running around. There's going to be people in and out of the kitchen. You don't know what could happen. 
So be willing and able and be flexible to move and adjust the plan as needed because you're probably going to have to. It's Christmas, nothing ever goes the way it's supposed to. Um, and that, that's an attribute of great cooks, it's an attribute of a great host, and a great hostess is just being able to roll with the punches, adjust the plan, and move forward. Um, in terms of the actual food, beat your cranberry sauce from scratch, it's not hard. Buy a bag of cranberries, put them in a pot, cover them with water, add about a quarter cup to half a cup of sugar, add a little bit of herbs like thyme, a little salt and pepper, boil them, cook them until the cranberries pop, and they're done. Really, the effort is minimal for what you get out of it, which is pretty impressive. And the thicker you want it, the longer you cook it. That's it. Mashed potatoes. Heat up your cream and butter before you add them to the potatoes. And it won't cool them down. Add a little, like just a pinch of nutmeg to make them really pop. Um, carrots, a little brown sugar, butter, salt, and pepper go a long way. Just relax. Enjoy the day. It's important that you enjoy it, not just your guests. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat, and YouTube at Chef Ben Kelly. You can check me out on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can throw me some claps right here on Anchor. You can follow or favorite my channel. You can even tell your friends about it. Again, I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five. Merry Christmas.